Hello guys, welcome to our show. Today we discuss about white label ACO, how you can use tools to create the right reports for your clients, to understand how to create the right strategy. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Alan McConnell. How are you? Hello, hi. Good morning, Anatoly, if, you're, if it's morning in your area of the world. Uh, yeah, it's afternoon, but what I like exactly. that we can join at any time, at any place. <laughs> you are in Bulgaria right now. I'm in the US, Florida. Actually, I uh, from Ukraine, and you mentioned it, that you was in Ukraine as well. So yeah, it's hard time in Ukraine. But what we can do, just keep going ahead. I help in donating Ukrainian people army in this hard time. So hope we, Ukrainian army will win soon. So to destroy this army of slaves. And Alan, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, about your business, and tell more that our listeners can know more about you. Okay. Well, WebC WebCEO has been around since around the year 2000, and uh, we were the ones who originally had the the, the famous SEO tool where you would um, basically um, subscribe, you basically submit to about uh, 20 search engines all at the same time, and we were that tool. WebCEO was that tool that did that. And this tool still exists inside our online tools. Back then, they, they were downloadable software. Um, but that tool, that little tool, still exists in the online tools. And uh, But it's only a very, very minor um, aspect of, of SEO tools these days. And um, mm -hmm. we, let's see, we went online in the year 2011 after one year of beta testing. Um, one of our um, clients was um, Rand Fishkin, who created Moz back in 2007. And he went, he went online before we did. And so we actually went online January 3rd, 2011. And so we've been online for um, over 12 years now. Cool. And uh, we very, very quickly went into white label, which means we didn't just um, let people um, put their branding on PDF files and make sure that there was no mention of WebCO anywhere on these PDF files. Um, we also, um, we created a white label on your own domain. That means that you can um, basically create a domain or a subdomain uh, on your on your server um, hosting, um, and then you you would then CNAME it if it's if it's a subdomain or a reference it if it's a domain uh, to um, one of our um, special um, domains that so that nobody would ever know that you're connecting with WebCO. Mm -hmm. And then and then yes, a, a lot of companies out there have basically started their own SEO tools and, and maybe a lot of SEO tools that are out there, they're really ours. Are, and I think there'd be one or two other uh, companies like, like ours that, that provide the, um, the back end. Um, so there's a pro proliferance of SEO tools out there in the world. And uh, most of the time agencies use them um, and, they, and, and they basically they make sure the customers um, love them and stick, stick with them um, because they have this back end that's on their domain and it, and it looks like it's all their technology. And then the customers never go away because they're, they're very happy to be able to log in and, and see their own reports um, with the logo of the agency or their own logo because the agencies can actually um, put the logo of their clients on their clients' reports because yeah. it's, it's nested. It's, it's a nested situation. And nice. uh, yeah, so it's, it's been very um, successful. It's a very, it was a very good idea. And uh and people have a lot of fun with it. Now, other people, they actually create their own SEO tools and they sell them for, let's say, $50 a month for a basic mom and pop um, SEO account um, or maybe $100, $150 to be able to add more projects and a whole lot more keywords. And uh, and and so there are some people have got, have gotten very, very rich. I've, I've introduced them to it and now I'm very jealous because because uh, I just work for a salary and they they're, they're just making huge amounts of money. 
um, because mm. um, they've been working at it. They've been working very, very hard. And and um, and there's a lot of profit when you pay us maybe um, two dollars or three dollars a month a month for uh, for a, um, a, a project, and you're um, charging fifty dollars a month, and and they're getting um, a lot of value out of that fifty dollars a month. But you're getting like forty eight dollars profit. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Alan, you know, uh, I check out your biography, history, and uh, uh, I like that you speak four languages. That's good. But, you know, what I like more, that you have sales background, successful sales background, and I found marketers who understand sales are more effective, you know, because uh, uh, salespeople uh, have data, and marketers need to use this data. And according to some studies, uh salespeople distrust marketers don't share this data because of policy because of many other things but you have this background can you tell how to unite two departments sales department and marketing department to create a cohesive goal uh one vision where to grow the company okay so how, how do i tell people how to grow their companies uh, yeah, I mean, like uh, considering uh, how to unite salespeople and marketers, you know, to create uh, one goal, you know, between two departments. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes. Well, um, usually, like the salespeople love to have marketers bring in a lot of leads, and they they want them to bring in leads that will actually buy on their own. Um, so people um, will just like they'll log in, they'll register, and then they'll buy within three minutes. And we, we like that. And so we, we really encourage our marketers to make it so that people do that. Um, and then the salespeople, though, in many cases, they'll um, they, they have to help agencies by doing automatic demos. Now, like, for instance, we have a, a policy where uh, if someone wants to try out the white label, um, all they have to do is ask and we'll upgrade them from the regular free trial, the 14 day free trial, and we'll up upgrade them to a white label agency uh, unlimited trial. And they can try out for two weeks, and and even if, if that's not long enough, for, uh, they'll, they'll, they can get another two weeks. So we're very. Um, you were noting that that we didn't actually say that they could have a free trial on the website for for the white label. Um, they don't, but they, we do not require anybody to pay um, anything extra um, if they if they haven't yet tested the white label and they want to test it. Then they can. Well, the reason why we don't automatically grant the free white label trial is because um, AppSumo, um, so, so one of our Clients are they they went in and, and they um, for the free user and then they they created um, a, a, a lifetime white label um, plan and people paid a lot of money for that and in one day or two they made like twenty thousand dollars and then AppSumo realized because we like we were everyone was wondering how how could they possibly offer a lifetime and then AppSumo basically refunded everybody's money for that and we had to, we were no longer um, working with that person. <laughs> And so, and so we want to actually check people out. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it. Okay, but just a little uh, bit. Yeah, I, uh, let's talk about keyword research. I open your tool, and I see uh, keyword research uh, feature. Uh, it's very important. But I see when companies understand uh, keyword research in their own way. I mean, like they uh, see high volume keywords and uh, jump on that but uh, in the first stage these keywords uh, are overwhelmed overpriced you can compete with big companies uh, like wikipedia many others and in the second it's uh, it's hard to sell these keywords and once i spoke with webmaster who lost 400 000 traffic 
a lot of traffic because Google dropped his ranking positions, but he didn't lose any sales. So he got a lot of traffic, but he didn't convert this traffic. Can you tell how to create the right strategy by using keyword research? Uh, I mean, like, uh, don't pay attention to uh, vanity metrics like volume and uh, analyze other metrics that will bring more accurate results in your content plan. Any tips about that? Oh, I see. Okay. So you want to, um, what is a good strategy for, for like, for instance, going after long tail keywords? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keyword research. Any tips how to yes, find okay. the right yeah, some, keywords? Some important thing, tips, yes. One thing I've noticed a lot of people do is they, they, they do not try to go for niche, niche markets at all. So they'll, let's say an agency, most of our clients are agencies. And so they have their own website. And when they're doing their own website, you look at their website, they don't say where they're located. And they, they don't quite realize it. Well, then I asked them and they say, well, we want to have clients from all over the world. And I'm saying, you're not going to be in the top 100 of agencies if you just like suddenly decide without any backlinks that you're going to you're, you, you want to compete to just in general to get clients from all over the world. Um, you want to actually say what region you're in, at least. And or, or you can choose um, what uh, niche you want to work with yourself. For instance, if you're uh, an agency, you can say, well, I'm an agency for dental hygienists. And then, then, and then you can try to score a dental hygienist marketing agency, but then you have to put in your the name of your um, your niche market, and then and then you should also you should go for the local. You should make sure that, especially when you add Google My Business, um, you, you you can make sure that you are found at least within a three hundred mile radius of where you're located. You'll get the Google Maps position, and uh, and then when you get the Google Maps position, you, you'll also end up with getting organic positions as long as on the website, you say where you're located. Um, people just forget to do that. They, they, um, most people out there, this is funny with all the attention to SEO um, around the world. Most people, even in the SEO field, uh, are missing the basics. And that is you need to put the keywords that, 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 that specify the niche market that you want. And here's another thing. A lot of people forget to, to put really basic stuff like you're an online store. Um, or, you know, so what they'll do is they'll they'll say um, nice um, wicker baskets, and they'll maybe they'll even say wicker baskets for Easter. And so they're you think that they're really getting into their niche, but isn't they're not because if they, if they don't put wicker ba ba um, basket for Easter online store, they're going to be competing against just kids who put up pictures of their wicker baskets ba wicker baskets for Easter. You have to actually say that you're an online store. Um, and uh, clinics, uh, medical clinics are really um, bad for this. They will put down the names of diseases. And that's all they'll put down. So they'll, they'll optimize their website for, for certain disease names. And then what they'll do is uh, that's it. And then when you, they'll find out later on when they're with us, they'll look and they'll see that the websites that they're competing with are um, research institutions and uh, other educational um, websites that describe the disease that they are trying to cure and they're, they're competing with those just for those words when you really have to say no we are a disease clinic we cure this disease this is what we do we are doctors we will help you if you get this disease okay and most clinics most medical clinics do not do that they don't say that they're a medical clinic they just or the pages that they're optimizing for just say the name of the disease and uh yeah. so one thing i'll have to say with web seo i'm sorry with seo is that You've really got to say exactly what you do and don't forget it. Don't talk about what you sell. Say that you sell it. 
So you, so don't talk about what you say, say that you sell it, or at least do that as well. And um, so it's probably the biggest thing anyone can get out of this uh, video is, uh, is, is you have to remember to say exactly what you are and what you do. I'll, I'll give another example. Let's say you, you are a sell something and you say you sell it, but like, are you a, are you a manufacturer? Because if you're a manufacturer, that's a whole lot more important than a reseller. So if you say online store for um, widgets and you say that's what you do, well, wait a minute now, you actually produce these widgets. You have a factory. You really should say that because if you don't, you as a manufacturer are now competing against all the little mom and pop stores that also sell your product. Maybe even you're competing against your own customers. So you really need to say manufacturer or at least supplier. And, and most, most people don't do that. When, when they're a supplier or something, they don't actually sell as a supplier. They may say buy online, but they don't, they don't use the word supplier. And, uh, or, and the manufacturers don't say manufacturer. They don't talk about their factory. They don't talk about their, their manufacturing processes. And, um, and really big orders can come if, if you actually say that, if you, if you actually say that you are a manufacturer. And people forget. So I, I say most of my time I'm telling manufacturers to say they're manufacturers. I'm telling stores to say that they're stores. Um, or I'm telling hospital clinics to say that they're hospital clinic. And this is this is my job, teaching people how to use SEO tools. I'm, I'm actually not so much talking about the SEO tools themselves, although I spend a lot of time doing that, but I'm also telling them basics of SEO. And mm -hmm. it's important. And with, with us, of course, you get free, free advice. So we've never charged, and you can talk to me all the time for free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. I'll add... To the podcast episode about that so <laughs> uh, i hope uh, customers will go after that to uh to try for free and uh alan uh i want to ask about your customers i mean like uh can you describe your ideal customer uh i mean like seo agency big agency small agency uh, and uh what are loving features on your tool they like more uh, for example you know uh, I see you have a lot of features, but I usually share different features for different clients. Uh, your tips about loving features and uh, your ideal customer. Okay. Well, yeah, our ideal customer, yeah, we have, well, saying we love all of our customers. Um, but the, the white label customers really bring in, I mean, they, they do a lot for themselves and, and for us because it's it, they'll add like over a thousand customers and and, uh, and that's good for us. So it's nice. It's nice for us to um, to work. We have plenty of customers that pay us, uh, you know, ninety nine dollars per quarter. Like that's thirty three dollars per month uh, for the solo plan. Or uh, plenty of customers that pay us ninety nine dollars per month, and um, they have like five projects, let's say, for the startup plan. Um, but yeah, we've got customers that'll pay us like ten thousand dollars a month, <laughs> and mm -hmm. they've got you know they've got that ten you know lots and lots of customers, and and um, and the white label helps do that. And so we like working with them. We like working. so you you help everyone, yeah. I mean, like big companies. Yeah, well, I, I end up spending the same amount of time sometimes with the with the small ones because sometimes mom and pop store they really don't get the SEO, and so they may have to call five or six times. Whereas a white label person will pick up really fast, and I may spend about two hours with this person, and then they'll end up you know paying us five thousand dollars a month, and I, I spent two hours teaching them because they, they they caught on really quickly. They understood the tools. Whereas a mom and pop shop out of Florida. Um, down in the keys key largo or whatever they they uh they may have to call us five times and you know i'm putting five hours of time into um you know teaching them about seo and they'll pay us maybe 109 dollars per quarter like 33 dollars per month and, mm 
And um, yeah, I spend the same amount of time. I, I spend more time, I guess, with some, with some of these people. And that's just the way life is because you know, I'm, I'm not going to turn turn down the opportunity to help somebody. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, simple reports. You know, I found customers need simple reports, understandable, because most of them have no time to figure out about difficult metrics, you know, they want to know traffic, sales. So can you tell your way how to simplify reports uh, in your tool and uh, yeah, and uh, uh, use personalization or customization? I mean, like uh, I, I create two different reports to two different clients because uh, they're different. You know? They have different uh, preferences, goals. Uh, yeah. Tell about your your reports that we can create uh, in WebSEO. Okay. Right. Well, if we're talking now, not the white label. With the white, I'll go out the two things. I'll talk with the white label and I'll talk with the PDFs. Yeah, the we PDFs. can touch as well. We can touch right. as well. Okay. Well, first of all, with with white label, um, there's one thing with white label um, is that you can with us you can specify which reports will be available for somebody who logs on. So you're you're logging on um, as a client to an agency, for instance, and the agency wants to show them only the rank tracking reports or only the rank tracking and the site audit. And um, and by the way, with us, um, all scanning is, when you have a, um, an agency unlimited plan, all scanning is free, and um, except for the rank tracking and the backlinks. And backlinks is $4 per 1,000, sorry, for 10,000 backlinks, $4. And it's very rare that someone has more than 10,000 backlinks. Even even clients that have 50,000 backlinks, you can just put a setting and show, just show me three per, per domain, and then end up with 4,000 backlinks because um, it's it's kind of silly if you have 80,000 backlinks to download all 80,000 when, when most of those backlinks are coming from the same domain. So I, I don't recommend having, you know, people printing out their entire backlinks because most of those backlinks are coming from like site-wide links from one website. And then you basically have all the pages of a website showing. It's just, it's just silly. So, um, yeah, so um, when, when I have a, a report on white label or you as an agency have a report on a white label, you're going to want to maybe just show them a couple of the tools so that you don't confuse them and also so that they don't um, bother you, your team with quest, too many questions that, that aren't, aren't really um, what they originally asked for. Um, so some, some people want to have lots of bells and whistles. They want to have all the different tools that WebCO offers, and you can offer that. But we found that in order to simplify, you can, set, you can basically state that when this person logs in, they will see this report, this report, and that report. It really simplifies things. Now, with the same thing you can do with uh, with the PDF files when you're in the reports. These are the ones that you mail to people by email or you um, over, um, to, over over messaging services. And what you do with there, that is you can basically download, for instance, any report by itself, just just that report. Um, and then you can send that and you can discuss it with them and and they can be very happy. They got their rank tracking report for the month and that's all they have is the rank tracking report. And then maybe you can send them. Another report saying, oh, by the way, and this is your technical report. Notice that you've got no broken links and uh, for this month. And uh, so that's a, a very way, a good way of doing simplified reports. We also have, though, the consolidated type of PDF report where you specify, well, I want the report from this tool and I want the report from this tool. And you basically have a whole list of reports all in one PDF file. And uh, that's a little bit more complicated. Um, but um, we recommend that you 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 um, print it out first, not print it out, but you see the report yourself. And uh, once it looks good, then you send it on to your customer. Um, so basically, you can make things as complicated or as simple as you want, both in the PDF 
um, realm as well as in the online on, on your own domain realm. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, Alan, can you tell strong side of your tool? I mean, like all tools have advantages, disadvantages. What is your strong side that you recommend to anyone? Okay, interesting question. Um, well, we're very strong on the white label. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the ones that are making a whole lot of money off it are very happy with that. Um, and what else is really good with us? Um, well, we were always famous for rank tracking because like, we were always first with, um, like, like we very quickly surpassed Moz on showing the different types of rankings. And, uh, and then although um, Google is always coming out with new types of rankings. So it's, it's, a, it's an endless, um, like, um, a game of always getting the new types of rankings. But we were like first with the snippets, the knowledge, the knowledge snippets, when they're talking about position zero back in 2017 or 2016, um, we, um, we came out with something called Dangerous Competitors featuring a shark um, back in January 2017. And uh, we can basically find um, who competes with you for a certain set of keywords, which websites compete with you. And then um, a year and a half ago, we came out with a, a great new tool called the uh, SEO Content Assistant, which finds the actual web pages that compete with you. And a lot of people have been asking us for that for many years. And uh, it's a very important tool because uh, the competitors for, um, that are competing with you um, domain-wise uh, can be very different from the people that are actually competing with you for the actual pages. Most of the time, they're the same. Um, but you'd be, you'd be surprised to find out that out of the blue, some site that you didn't see was competing with you as a domain is suddenly like number one for your keyword. And you've got to examine all the meta tags. Like we, we help you examine all the meta tags and how many backlinks that particular page has. And you can figure out this is the reason why they're number one. And this is the reason why we're number two. If we want to be number one, we need to fix our H1 tag. You know, we need to actually say this word, this modifier, um, like, Tucson, Arizona. We need to say that in the in the H1 tag because our competitor did, and that's why. And and we only have five five backlinks, and they have twenty backlinks, and um, and that by the way, I'll segue into another really um, uh, strong point of WebCO is that we have something called the competitor backlink spy, and that you put in about four or five uh, competitors, and uh, we'll find the we'll find the maybe two thousand um, backlinks that are going to each of these competitors. And we'll, we'll take maybe 2,000 of your backlinks and we'll say whether or not you have this backlink as well. And we'll sort by how many, how many of your competitors have the same backlink from the same, from the same page, not the same link, but, but get a backlink from that same page. And if three of your competitors or two of your competitors have a backlink from this page and you don't, then that's a wonderful opportunity for you to get a backlink because the odds are they will backlink to you as well if they're in the same league as you. Then, then the the backlinker will say, "Hey, yeah, we'll backlink to you as well." Of course, obviously, with backlinks, you have to be very good at um, making friends with people, connecting with them on LinkedIn, maybe inviting them out to lunch. Um, but, but anyway, yeah, just getting them not to be lazy and to link to you because they're linking to your competitors, they may as well link to you. But this tool uh, is really great because uh, it it's taught a lot of people about different places that they can get backlinks from in general, not just in specific, and that is. If you're selling refrigerators and you see that your competitors have tons of backlinks from from mom and pop realtors, real estate agencies, and like, wait a minute, why do real estate? Then they go, ah, of course, real estate agencies want to tell their clients that they need to buy refrigerators from this website. I mean, from this, this store, the, uh, the refrigerator store. And uh, and then suddenly uh, I'm showing how a lot of people who make products for the home 
um, they can convince real estate agencies all over the world to link to their um, store to sell their product for the home. And a lot of people are like flabbergasted when they when they realize that they can do this. They and it takes a lot of work. You can go to because there are a ton of real estate agencies there, and they have a ton of websites, real estate websites, and they'd be perfectly happy, especially if you had some sort of side deal with them, where they get a commission for selling a refrigerator or selling a TV or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just it's just a very good idea. And there's plenty of other examples where um, where you can show um, a website owner uh, how to get. Uh, um, great backlinks for their product that, you know, things that they've never thought of. And even stupid little things like the local chamber of commerce. Uh, you know, that's supposed to be a given. Anybody's supposed to know if you have a website and you have a local business that you register with the chamber of commerce with your link. Most people have, most people don't know that. It just doesn't come to mind. But when you check that your competitors, especially if you're looking at your local competitors and you see that your local competitors have backlinks from the local chamber of commerce, you know, a light bulb, a light bulb goes off in their heads and like, of course, you know, so you can almost even say that web seals tools are the, of course, um, tools, just rename them the, of course, web tools, because, um, obviously you should be, you know, going with the local real estate agencies and the chamber of commerce and, and, uh, obviously the local schools for there's plenty of products that the local schools, um, will want to talk about, especially if your product is related to some sort of scientific principle, then you want the local grade schools and the local universities and colleges to let you do a seminar at the local conference and you teach them about how to how to make a widget and and the teachers would love to have you come in and tell the students how, how to make widgets and the science behind that widget and then of course when you do that you get a link from that school and 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 academic backlinks are fantastic everybody knows that and uh, if you see that your competitors are doing that then you definitely should do it yourself or actually now that you've listened to this podcast you should do it before you find out that your competitors have those backlinks yeah. do it yourself now yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, valuable. Uh, you mentioned about Rand Fishkin in the beginning. Uh, yeah, I'm he's a great guy. Yeah, he, he started Mars. Yeah, uh, I'm blessed because I spoke with him twice. Uh, uh, he spoke on this podcast and he spoke on my event as well. Uh, and um, what I found, he switched his attention in 2016, if I remember correctly, uh, year like 2016 from SEO to branding to create brand. Today he has SparkTora, another tool. Right. Uh, and he uh, even on my podcast, he told fuck Google, you know? <laughs> uh, well, uh, yes, but there, there was a situation there, which I, I, I won't go into the details of, but it was basically Moz was um, sold to Yeah. Right. And so he had to because he was, the, you know, and so he had to get into a yeah. slightly different field. I, I'm interested about uh, you spoke a lot about keywords, ranking, uh, but I want to ask about branding. Can you tell how it's important today to create your strong brand recognition as uh, Rand Fishkin recommends to anyone? To think right. about branding because we can't control google we can't control youtube uh these platforms can change anything but if you have your strong brand then you will have customers loyal customers any tips about creating strong brand recognition okay that's a very good point well obviously we were really into that at the beginning we with white label you don't see um like WebSeo anywhere, the uh, up, the URL at the top of the screen when you're looking at the screen right now, it's called the um, browser address bar. 
And uh, yeah, if, if people see that you have your own domain, um, that's fantastic. They, 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 they trust it more. They, they, they trust you more. They, they feel that even if, even if in the back of their mind, oh, they must be white labeling this, at least they're thinking, well, these people are tech savvy because they, they figured out how to white label this. And uh, no one actually, it's very, very rare that someone recognizes our graphics and says, hey, that's that's, that's WebCL. Because the, um, the, you can change the colors and all that. And, and, uh, and people see that, hey, th these people are technical sa technically savvy. And uh, yeah, branding everywhere, everywhere you can brand. Um, and it, it has value, it, it creates extreme value. I'm, I started a company called yourgrocer.com uh, in 1998 in New York City. And um, we, I, they've got a nice logo and uh, you can find it on the Wayback Machine now because um, it's gone through several iterations of being bought out. And so now the, the, the final company that bought them out no longer uses the, the brand. Um, but the brand got me a half a million dollars. I mean, it didn't. I didn't get to keep it because I, I didn't keep keep it all because I had to. Um, I had uh, investors. Um, but so I ended up with, you know, about twenty uh, percent or even less. And uh, but uh, but it was a great experience. And because like I, I sold out within a year because the people, all the people wanted to buy online grocery stores back then. Um, yeah, and the brand stayed around for about fifteen years before finally the the final. Um, you know online store that uh, that bought them said okay now we want to use our own brand we just want all of your new york city customers and new york city customers when i left when i when i sold was five hundred thousand dollars a month in sales um and they were loyal to your grocer they were loyal to that little icon of of me carrying groceries <laughs> and uh, a goofy a goofy type of me like a cartoon and um and that cartoon of me sold a lot of groceries and uh, yeah, if you, if you don't have a if you don't have a brand, people can just easily skip to someone else. They can, yeah, if they don't see a brand. Yeah. Okay, uh, Alan, uh, I want to ask about common mistakes uh, when companies uh, made uh, by using white label uh, features, uh, your tool. Uh, because you know, uh, in my life, I made a lot of mistakes. I keep doing them. You know, I don't know another way how to learn. Uh, so I think that's okay if you start from mistakes, then you can learn from them to go ahead. So can you list mistakes that companies do by using your tool uh, or any other white label SEO tool and uh, how to find a much better way? Okay, so you're saying they'll sign up for our white label tool and they'll make a mistake? Yes, yes. What kind of mistakes? Yeah. That's an interesting question. What type of mistakes will someone make when they sign up for a white label tool? Um, really interesting question. Um, <laughs> so, well, a mistake that's not related to a technical problem, like they have a, um, when they don't do a, um, a proper uh, C name uh, to a domain, because you have to do a C name when you create, a, when you create an account. Um, you, like I said, you need to have your own, you should do your own domain, like a subdomain. Um, and people usually name it properly, like tools or marketing. And uh, then mistakes they might make is they, well, they'll forget about it and they won't advertise it. I mean, those are just not, you know, this, that happens. Um, a certain percentage don't don't advertise it. And um, yeah, the, the mistakes that people make, yeah. Well, only a, cer a certain percentage of people, you know, really put forth the effort to make a whole lot of money to, to, to bring themselves over $100,000 a month based on our tools. Um, but um, yes, um, interesting question. Mistakes that people make. 
Ah, you know, like... for, I can list mistakes that I see when companies uh, have, for example, uh, you know, when they see high volume keywords, they chase them, create content with these keywords. It's hard to uh, outrank big websites. Uh, for example, uh, if they uh, use impersonalized reports, for example, to send almost everything you know sometimes customers don't need it so if you know other mistakes you know it'll be great to know oh okay well i did mention earlier a really huge mistake that people make is not i mean in seo is not putting um the, the niche market and, and going for keywords that they can actually score for mm-hmm. and and also yeah not telling like i said not telling people what they who they are and what they actually do for completely forgetting about that so yeah, so let me get away from that as a mistake. And you want to know about what, what other types of mistakes they make, right? Well, I'll talk about technical mistakes. Um, WordPress makes it very hard to put an H1 in the page. And so a lot of people build WordPress sites and they don't have any H1s in their pages. H1, I consider the number two SEO ranking factor. If you you know put down the top 300 ranking factors, easily you can count 300 ranking factors and the H1 would be number two with the title. Mm-hmm. The title tag, I, I would say number one. And the H1, in my experience, is number two. And they just, it, you know, WordPress makes it so hard that a lot of people don't bother. And then they don't, they end up with no H1 tags and they end up lower in the rankings because they, not because they work with web, web, WordPress, it's a good tool, but because WordPress didn't make it easy for them to put H1s in all the pages. You should work with that. Mm-hmm. WordPress has extra themes that you would buy on top of that. And some of those actually do remember to make you put it in H1. Um, actually, the title is also a problem with WordPress is that the, the, the title is actually cut in half. There's two places to put in your title. And so you end up putting it in one and you end up putting in the other and it creates a really weird type of title. You have to know that. You have to you have to know that there's a there's a vertical line in there that, that comes up and then you, you have one half and one half and you have to you have to figure out how to do that. And most people don't don't figure out how to do it. But yeah, I'd say these um, CMSs are very um are still very primitive in a way in terms of SEO. A lot of the content management systems, they're very primitive. In terms of helping people do proper SEO, because the, they're they're made by people who help you build websites and not by people who help you do SEO, and I've seen very few that are actually good at it. And interestingly, I predicted five or six years ago that there'd be um, a merger of uh, CMS system companies with SEO companies. So I assume that SEM Rush would be bought out or would buy out WordPress because they belong together. I mean, SEO tools belong together. Never happened, you know. I very few. Examples, there hasn't been a merging of, uh, of, of SEO tools um, suppliers and uh, content management system suppliers. And that leaves the market in a position where uh, they have to you know, get a CMS and they have to work with something like WordPress. And then they have to learn all over again because WordPress isn't helping all that, that much um, and uh, to, to do SEO and to do it properly. The H1 and the, and, and the title are the two most important things that you can do to get found in the rankings. And uh, one, and I can prove that. Like, well, I can't prove it, you know, right here. But um, one example is on Christmas Eve, um, two years ago, um, some uh, guy had just retired from the uh, golfing circuit uh, in Florida. He was in Fort Lauderdale, and he he had retired, and he um, he wa- he wanted to do his own website, and he he needed help with me. And so uh, he he I was on the phone with him for about an hour and a half on Christmas Eve, and uh, and helping him, and and I basically. I had to log in for him on WordPress. I usually don't do that. It's not our policy. But uh, for him, he didn't really know how to do websites. And so I logged into WordPress for him and I gave him an H1. I gave him a title 
that was really good for Fort, Fort, Fort Lauderdale PGA um, golf instructor or golf instructions. And uh, he called me like three days later on the 27th of, of December. And he was in total shock that he was number one. <laughs> he was number one in Fort Lauderdale for Fort Lauderdale PGA golf instructor, which was a very, a lot of people were searching for that. Several hundred per month were searching for that. And he, he, he's saying already the phone was ringing. And I'm sure he's done quite well. Um, he didn't actually buy from us. <laughs> he didn't purchase a subscription to even our solo plan, which is $109 for, per quarter. Uh, but I wasn't mad. I was really happy for him. He, he And he it was only because I went in there and I changed his H1 and his title time. Mm-hmm. Hour and a really? half of my time. And I'm, I'm happy for him. You know, it, 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 the more power to you if you can call me and get on the line with me for an hour and a half and end up number one for your website. It doesn't happen very often that... It's that fast, but I, I can tell you that was the result of changing your H1 tag and changing your title tag. Maybe by saying this now, I've lost a lot of customers because now people will go out and they'll make sure that their H1 and their title tag say exactly what they do. If they're a manufacturer, put manufacturer in the, in both of those tags or supplier. And um, yeah, so that those are so people make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, and there's there's a whole lot of mistakes you can make technically. And, but the thing is, our tools find that. So, you know, if you, our, our tools are someone else's SEO tools. Uh, if you log in, it'll be an education for you. You'll, they'll, they'll, our tools will tell you what, what, what big mistakes you've already made. And mm-hmm. uh, like really stupid move, people have two, more than one home homepage and they call one the index.html and they, the other one is, is uh, index.htm or something really silly. And, uh, and they end up and they don't realize that, that they, they have two index pages and then google sees them as separate pages and they have no rankings they have their rankings because google just doesn't know what, what to rank and so they, they fall on the rankings and there's so many people out there that have have more than one index page and so they they think that they have a website but they don't because google considers it like two separate websites at least for the home page yeah nice nice alan i have final question um i spoke with jeff coyle uh, co-founder of Market Muse, uh, AI tool, uh, well known uh, to create advanced uh, content strategy. And he told me, in the future, we'll have three companies. First company will develop AI. The second company implement AI. And the third company, obsolete companies <laughs> who can leave the trade. So. Do you have any plans, goals to implement AI? Oh, yes. Web SEO and uh, any tips for others how to implement AI today? Right. No, that's that's a very good question. Yes, we are in talks. There are several now that do that. And um, so it was very fast how I remember we were down in Greece in um, in January and we the, 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 the chat the chat GPT became mm-hmm. we um, immediately caught on to it. We wrote a really great article. You can. Um, Go to uh, search web CEO. Um, by the way, we're web CEO, not web SEO. Our company. Mm-hmm, yeah. And the, and the CEO is capitalized along with the W, but the EB isn't. And um, but yes, we do own the name, we do own the domain webseo.com. We're not stupid. <laughs> that's another mistake people make. Uh, hold on. Um, that's another mistake people make, and that is um, they uh, they don't get the domains for the different spellings that people might use by by mistake with, with their branding. It's a really stupid move to brand um, in a way that if someone makes a mistake in, in like didn't hear it right and they type that in, they don't find you or they find somebody else. 
that's that's just a dumb. You don't do that. Make sure that you have a, a web. Make sure your domain name equals your brand name, and the different various possible spellings of your domain name. Um, you own them, so you have like three or four domains that you own, and they redirect to your site. That's another, by the way, another big made major mistake is people not redirecting things properly, and using three hundred one redirects instead of three hundred two redirects. Having a three hundred two redirect is basically telling telling people don't index this. I'm linking to something. Don't don't index it, Google, because it's, yeah. it's just temporary. It's just for your Christmas special, right? And then and then they they leave the three hundred two forever on a page, and and it never gets indexed. Um, but um, yeah, the ChatGPT was big, and uh, one thing that went wrong with ChatGPT is that um, you couldn't buy the twenty dollars. You couldn't pay the twenty dollars because everybody in the world was trying to pay the twenty dollars. And then if you didn't pay the twenty dollars, you couldn't use it because everybody in the world was trying to use it, and there were lineups. And and then Bing, Bing came out, and they and they actually loaded their um, AI tool on Skype. And oh, that's another thing we recommend people use Skype and um, and there's some other tools um, to communicate with people because uh, Skype has um, screen share and we have so many customers who can, they can chat with me anytime in the day or, or not even the night and they can uh, immediately go into a screen share meeting um, to talk about their project and I can help them. Uh, otherwise we allow people to um, on their homepage to schedule a demo with Google meet, but Google meet isn't like Skype and that Google meet, you can't just suddenly say to somebody, Hey, I'm here. Can you, can you talk to me for a few minutes? Um, but uh, no, Bing has this wonderful AI tool that, uh, well, they're not all that wonderful. All the AI tools still have some work to do. Um, but uh, Bing has a AI tool. And so we're basically, we're talking with some people about getting um, the APIs to do proper um, AI functionality. And, uh, and so I'd recommend, yeah, going to our blog, webceo.com forward slash blog. And then when you're in our blog, do a quick search. Actually, you probably only have to go around four or five articles down and you'll find it. It was only written recently. In February, we released it. And it, it says all the great things, the great ways that uh, AI can help SEO. It can it can do a great job of keyword research and it can do a great job of, um, well, it can even write content. But I don't recommend writing content solely with, uh, like, with uh, AI because um, AI can be detected. You have to, yeah. you have to work with it as a human um, because AI st still can be detected. In, in a way, it comes across as phony in a way. It's, it's good information, but um, but I can see why Google can, can detect something written by a bot, by AI. And uh, so I recommend don't rely on AI to create all your content, although it may be a good way to structure your content, to ask them to ask AI to write, write something, and then you look at it and you say, that's how I should structure it, and then you go ahead and then you write you write. So yeah, we will. Yeah. We, we will have AI functionality pretty soon. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, Alan, it's a big pleasure to get on the show to learn from you. Tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you, how to follow you, how to reach out to you. Okay, well, we're um, web webceo.com, not webseo.com. Yeah. Although you'll end up in the same place. Um, we also um, um, we we're also um, let's see. Maybe, Skype, Skype Web CEO online. That's a good way to find us. Um, and then um, we on well on Facebook. You just type in Web CEO. It's, we 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 said Web CEO SEO software for for Facebook because we were thinking, okay, well let's go ahead and um, let's not just say our name. Let's go ahead and say what we do. And that's helped a lot too. That was cool to to do that with Facebook and LinkedIn. Kind of the same thing. LinkedIn. Um, um, LinkedIn is our is one of our most important uh, social media. That's we really recommend uh, finding us on on LinkedIn. So go to webceo.com, 
Uh, so just go to LinkedIn, type in web CEO, and we're the one that's biggest. I think a couple of people also say they're web CEO, right? web SEO, but we're the one that's biggest. We'll, we'll be the one with, uh, with you know, like a hundred thousand um, followers or something like that. And then, then follow us. And, um, yeah, and, and LinkedIn is probably the major way I contact people, way I talk to people, make deals um, when people want to um, do a, a white label on, and they need to do 10,000 keywords um, per month checking and we try to figure out what custom plan they need and all that. I do that all on, on LinkedIn a lot most of the time. And that's mm -hmm. so I'll find us on that. And um, yeah, I'm probably leaving out a really cool way to, to, to find us. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the website is still, websites are still, uh, you know, thankfully, because this is where we, we do our business, right? Um, websites are still the main way to, to get in touch with people. And then from there, move on to social media and other methods of contact. Nice, nice guys. You can find the links uh, to LinkedIn, to website, to all social media in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. Love it. Alan, okay. it's a big pleasure. Jack, so valuable. Yeah, uh, I'll check out, I'll review this article one more time. I need to, to find time, you know, in my business. Oh, yes, right. Yeah. Well, yes, make sure people know they can they can uh, get free trials with us for uh, as, as much functionality as they need. We'll give them a free trial because what we just offer to people who come off the street, we offer them a free trial with six keywords and they, you know, one project and no white label. But, you know, all they have to do is ask. And, and in life, you have to ask, you know. <laughs> Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks guys for listening and watching us.